ghost cards, virtual cards, declining balance cards, peak cards, and more. It's enough to make your head spin. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the world of the many different types of corporate credit cards. We've got at least 11, I think. To help reduce the confusion that some of our accounting, finance, treasury, and accounts payable audience might have, Recharge Education's Lynn Lawson is joining us to illuminate this topic. So for everyone who might be wondering what different types of credit cards are, let's dive right in. So Lynn, what's a commercial card? Commercial card is a great place to start because it is the umbrella term that uh, applies to uh, all different types of uh, credit, credit card, credit card solutions for business to business or B2B payments. So in contrast to cards used by consumers, commercial cards are charge cards used in the business world to pay for a variety of business expenses. What is a corporate card? Well, a corporate card uh, is a term that a lot of people use um, generically to refer to any type of credit card used in a business setting. Although technically it would be a corporate um, travel card. Corporate cards I equate to travel cards mm -hmm. used for business travel expenses. Uh, it might also be called a corporate travel card, uh, a T&E card standing for travel and entertainment mm -hmm. uh, or simply travel card. What is a P card? P cards, all right. P card is short for purchasing card. They're a type of commercial card used by organizations to pay for business-related goods and services, especially low-value purchases mm -hmm. uh, as defined by each organization. So, for example, office supplies, uh, advertising expenses, uh, you know, catering, uh, event registration, subscriptions. Employees who are issued a P-card uh, can buy what they need directly from suppliers and so this is what really streamlines the whole procure to pay or purchase to pay P2P process. And you know, each card's monthly or cycle limit automatically refreshes you know, each month or each cycle. And then a minimum of monthly, uh, the end user organization, the ones using the cards, must pay the card issuer in full for the grand total of all P-card transactions. What is a virtual card? Well, virtual cards, okay. There, there are different versions of virtual cards. Of course there are. Uh, virtual cards can be uh, a P-card that is you know, issued to an employee, you know, to internal cardholders that they would use in conjunction uh, with their mobile wallet. So you know, again, to pay for uh, business-related goods and services. However, the term virtual card originally started, uh, it applies to a solution designed uh, to pay invoices or the invoice payments made by accounts payable. Uh, and it falls under the broader term of electronic payables or e-payables. Mm -hmm. So virtual cards for invoice payments, they might also be known as pull payments or supplier initiated payments. They require a supplier to process a charge transaction for a specific amount. So whatever the end user organization has approved for a certain invoice or batch of invoices, uh, that supplier would process the charge to a designated account number, which typically expires in 30 days or less. It just all depends on how it's set up. Mm -hmm. uh, but the card limit is tied to the dollar amount that's approved. So there is no monthly limit per se. What is straight through payment? 
which we don't really think of as a card payment, but I'm guessing it is. Exactly, exactly. So sometimes when you hear people talk about card solutions, you see the card in air quotes, right. uh, because <laughs> like you said, it doesn't sound like one. Right. Uh, this would be straight through payments are another type of e-payables or electronic payables in the world of card solutions. Uh, mm -hmm. They're different from virtual cards that a supplier would charge because in this case, straight through payments do not require the supplier to process a charge transaction to a designated account. Instead, the supplier receives the funds directly through its merchant account related to card acceptance mm -hmm. uh, into its bank account. Mm -hmm. So in this way, it, it sounds similar to an ACH payment, uh, right? Mm -hmm. But it runs on what's known as the card rails, not the ACH. Uh, what is a ghost card? Well, now ghost card would be a type of P card or purchasing card uh, that is issued usually to a specific supplier. Um, maybe it's FedEx, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, the supplier would charge all of the organization's activity or purchases to the designated ghost account. So like a P card, there's typically a monthly or cycle limit, which refreshes you know, every month, mm -hmm. every cycle. Uh, an organization might also use a ghost card or ghost account for a specific expense um, type or spend category, or maybe even they issue one to an internal department. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's different. You just don't have them per se to um, you know, an individual employee. Now, some people use the term ghost card much more generically to mean any type of non-plastic card, but it's right. really, you know, it's more, there's more to it than that. You know, it's, it's how it functions. And, you know, I, I liken it or I put it under the P card, um, you know, umbrella or P card. Arena. Do, do you find people mixing up ghost cards and virtual cards? Well, yes, it's certainly possible. And, and this is where the terminology gets yeah. so confusing because people can use a particular term, um, you know, for different things. And so when uh, an end user or an organization is talking to whether a supplier or an issuer, you really have to make sure everyone's talking about right. the same thing. Right, right, right. Because we could be having a great conversation, except you're talking about apples and I'm talking about oranges. Right, exactly. But really, you know, ghost cards mean one type of functionality, uh, virtual cards, another. What is a fleet card? Fleet card is another special type of commercial card, which is directed at uh, fuel and vehicle maintenance expenses. And what's different about these types of cards or unique, they offer unique controls and specialized mm. reporting. So, uh, you know, typically used at the point of sale, you know, for, you know, fuel or, or maintenance, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. the cards, um, you know, can be used in different ways. You can issue a fleet card to an individual, uh, like you might issue a P card to an individual employee, or you might assign a fleet card more generically to a vehicle. Uh, but in the case of fuel expenses, it, you know, it's possible where at the pump, you know, to fill up with fuel, there might be some certain different prompts that mm -hmm. uh, the user might have to enter, you know, to help control uh, or feed the reporting mm -hmm. um, for mileage and things like that. Moving on, I've got a lot more. <laughs> okay. What is a one card? A one card, uh, that might also be known as a multi-card. Again, different uh, names, um, different terms apply to different names. But a one card is, is a card platform, so to speak, a single card that is used for a variety of business expense types. Mm 
-hmm. So when, you know, think about the world of cards, you've got, you know, travel cards for travel and, and P cards for, you know, goods and services and fleet cards for, uh, you know, fuel and, and vehicle maintenance. You might have a one card solution that would put all these spend ca uh, categories on the one card. Mm -hmm. That is, an employee would not have to carry separate pieces of plastic if they're carrying plastic, if it's not a virtual thing. They wouldn't have to have separate uh, um, options, separate accounts for these different uh, spend categories. It's all put together into one card. Now, we've still got a few more, but before we get to them, I'd like to remind you that the AP Now channel has almost 400 videos, including quite a few with Lynn Lawson. So check out the library to expand your accounts payable and payment knowledge after we finish this one. And now back to Lynn. Lynn, what's a declining balance card? Declining balance card. Okay, that is sometimes called a, a controlled value card. It's related to a P card, but unlike a P card where the spend limit refreshes every month or every cycle, a declining balance card you know, has a specific shelf life. Uh, it, it has a specific dollar amount uh, or limit uh, established up front, along with a very specific expiration, maybe it's um, one month, two months, three months, you know, just whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're used for a special purchase. So uh, an organization, for example, might use it for a special meeting or event, and they would put all the expenses related to that big event mm -hmm. on that declining balance card. Because if your budget is, say, $3,000, then mm -hmm. you do a $3,000 limit oh. on this card. And then as um, expenses, you know, occur, then, you know, there's obviously less available limit left. And, and so that that's a great usage. Um, some organizations use this type of card for, uh, you know, uh, construction. Uh, maybe they have I, a special Actually, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Right, right. You've got your budget. And again, you can right. put all the expenses related to that project um, onto the card. And, and another popular use um, would be for infrequent travelers. You know, if they mm -hmm. don't um, really travel enough to qualify for a typical corporate travel mm -hmm. card, then the organization might give them a declining balance card based on what is estimated um, for the trip, you know, all the expenses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can set an expiration date for maybe, you know, a week after the trip is due mm -hmm. to conclude. And then all the employees' um, expenses for that trip would go on the declining balance card. Hmm. And, and so, you know, it's also relevant to point out that, you know, with the advent of virtual cards for employees <laughs> for their mobile wallets <laughs> becoming more popular, you know, you might have a declining balance card in plastic form or now in virtual. Okay, what's a prepaid card? Well, that, of course, it, it's like it sounds, you know, and in fact, as consumers, <laughs> you know, as consumers, you know, we I'm sure at one point or another have had a prepaid card, um, you know, so unlike other commercial cards that function like charge cards, mm -hmm. you know, this is a pre-funded card. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you automatically um, are purchasing dollars or, you know, putting money on this card uh, that you're, you're paying for up front. And it's a card that could be um, reloadable, you know, or non-reloadable. So there are different types. And it, it might also be called a stored value card or mm -hmm. maybe some other term. As with all types of cards, you, people call them different things. And, um, you know, they can all mean the same thing. And then what is a business card? A business card is... <laughs> I would call it a cousin to commercial cards. It's not exactly a commercial card. Uh, they're also known as small business cards. Okay. So um, they are different than commercial cards. Uh, they're issued to or used by smaller organizations. 
you know, as defined by a card issuer. And it's for all expense types. Uh, it provides an alternative to a business owner, you know, uh, and their employees putting um, expenses for the business on their own personal cards. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice convenience. And they can come in credit card form and or, you know, debit card form. Oh, okay. And, you know, unlike, uh, you know, your, your commercial card programs, um, the card issuer for business cards typically allows that company, that organization to carry a balance. You do not um, have to pay them in full every month. Okay. And of course, that's subject to an interest charge. Um, but a differentiator, <laughs> though, from, from your traditional commercial right, card products right. like Peacock. So despite all the different types of cards, some companies still employ what I consider to be the really poor practice of allowing employees to use personal cards instead of company cards for company business. I don't think companies that permit this, uh, as almost half of them do, realize how bad this is or what a poor practice this is. Lynn recently joined us to shed some light on why and how this practice can hurt. You can watch it right now using the link that will appear momentarily on your YouTube screen and is in the description below. As always, we appreciate your thumbs up as your support helps us grow.